This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today's topic is a literacy topic. This podcast looks at teacher writing prompts, prompts that teachers use to get students to write something. Now, writing prompts should not be relied upon. However, they can be an effective tool to use occasionally. However, keep in mind that the ultimate goal of a good writing teacher is to be prompt-free. As well, there are good writing prompts and not good writing prompts, and we'll look at each of them. But first of all, reading class. Letter sounds. In the primary grades, writing prompts can be used to reinforce letter sounds or patterns. For example, I was teaching the TR beginning blend in a second grade reading class. I did a short lesson using explicit instruction and the elements of effective skills instruction. Now, I could have sent students back to their desk and had them do a boring worksheet that they would hate to do and I would hate to correct. That would just create a whole bunch of hate. Instead, I asked students if they had ever gotten in trouble. I overemphasized the TR blend in trouble. Then I read a very short paragraph story about a time when I got in trouble when I was a kid. I said, think about a time when you got in trouble. Tell us about it. Tell us about a time when you got in trouble. Students started talking fast at first, and then I said, okay, get those good ideas on paper. We'll be sharing in a minute. Students started writing. I watched their pencils move on the paper. When I could see the energy starting to leave, I said, try to finish the idea that you're on in the next minute, and then we'll get ready to share. After another minute, I move students into pre-established groups of four. At this level, I use groups of three or four and sometimes five students. And each week, I randomly create different groups for students so that everyone has a chance to work with everybody. I then told students that they could read their story in the small group sharing. They could read exactly what's written on the paper or just share their ideas. This takes some of the stress and pressure off of students who had a hard time getting their ideas on paper. So they have the option, read exactly what's written or just tell and share about your idea. I walked around the room and I listened from a distance as students shared their stories. There was laughter and good conversation as students read and shared. After about five or six minutes, I could see that all groups had finished but there was still a good buzz of healthy conversation going on, so I let this go for another two or three minutes. Then I said, okay, put your story drafts in your writing folders. You might want to take this story to the revision stage during our writing time. Total time for this was around 10 or 11 minutes. Did students master the TR blend? Well, nobody masters anything after a single encounter. Any skill of any kind is mastered with multiple encounters over time. These students would encounter the TR blend in the following days with a partner worksheet or letter and word games and other TR writing prompts. 
In the meantime, they had a chance to be engaged in an authentic writing activity where they were writing and sharing their ideas and experiences. As well, writing should be used in reading instruction because it's the best way to reinforce the syntactic cueing system that's used to recognize words when you're reading. So that's why we want to include short writing activities like this in a reading class. All right, vocabulary. In the older grades, writing prompts can be used to reinforce new vocabulary words. Here you figure out some way to work the new word or words into a writing prompt. This takes a bit of creativity on your part, and sometimes you have to use metaphors. But keep in mind that students know words at varying levels. They might understand a particular word in the context of a sentence, but they may not fully understand or be able to use the word. And the best way for this to occur is to get them using the word. For example, in a fourth grade reading class, one of the vocabulary words was furious. In a short writing activity, Mr. Williams read a short story he had written about a time when he was furious. He then asked his students, he then said to his students, we all get angry or furious at times. It's a part of being a human being. Tell us about a time when you were furious. What made you furious? What did you do? Again, students wrote for about five minutes. Then they shared their stories in small groups. And Mr. Williams said, put your drafts in your writing portfolios. You may wish to take them to the revising and editing stage. Total time here was 12 to 15 minutes. And as well, students spent time talking and connecting and sharing real-life experiences and feelings with other human beings, and this is always time well spent. Now, let's take a look at some good and not good writing prompts. The trick in designing a good writing prompt is to make them specific, universal, and open-ended. Also, the prompt must be one that all students in every circumstance could answer and they could take it as far or not far as they want. For example, this is a good writing prompt. Tell us about something you enjoy. With this prompt, every student, regardless of his or her circumstance, could respond. This is an example of a not good writing prompt. Describe a favorite family vacation. Why is this such a bad, we'll use the word not good writing prompt? You can't assume that every student has a family or feels comfortable with his or her family or has had a family vacation or enjoys family vacation. You must be sensitive to your students. With this writing prompt, you are telling students you must have a family that you enjoy and you must have enjoyed a vacation someplace. If not, you're abnormal. This is not a good thing to do. Internal writing prompts. 
One way to avoid a not good writing prompt is to design them so that students are able to describe their ideas and experiences. We call these internal writing prompts. This is where the writing idea comes from within the writer. Here's an example of some internal writing prompts. Tell me about a time when. What do you think about? Describe. Tell me about. What do you think is interesting or important about? What do you want to know about? What do you want to tell? What would you say to? What did you want to say? What did you see then? What would you see when? What did you think when? These come from within the student. The taste tester trick. Now, it's very common to come up with a not good writing prompt. We have all experienced this. But here's a little trick to avoid the not good writing prompt. Test the prompt out on yourself. How would you respond? If you have trouble responding, or if your response results in a pile of dribble, you can be assured that will be a not good writing prompt and it will result in a pile of student dribble. <clears throat> Let's look at the unfinished sentence. Early writers often need a bit of scaffolding to enable them to write without frustration. The unfinished sentence can be used to write here. Here, students simply use a word or two to complete the sentence or to write an, an additional sentence or two. And with younger students, it's often good to ask them to include a picture. Unfinished sentences that you can use, something like these. On the way to school today, I saw, or, I really like to, or, blank is something I do when I'm bored, or, I really had fun when, or, it was scary, I blank. It was fun, I blank. I couldn't believe that blank. Blank makes me happy. I wish blank. I get angry when you get the idea. <clears throat> With younger students, these are just fine. It provides a scaffold. You could have the sentence written and they simply fill in the blank, <clears throat> or you could have them reprint the sentence and then put in an ending word or words or even another sentence. This makes it easier. And with younger students, they're often learning to read at the same time. So this reinforces, it gives them a chance to practice their reading. Priming pictures. A priming picture is where you use a picture to prime the writing pump. This works best, again, with young and struggling writers. You present a picture and say, what's going on here? What do you want to say about this picture? Describe what's happening. Students then write a sentence or two. This can be a part of a language experience activity with individuals or small groups. It can be a small group or whole group activity, or it can be done individually. And ideally, you'd use a computer and copy and paste a picture on a Word document. Students write underneath, or you write what students dictate to you. And these can be saved for later reading practice. Now, to maximize the generation of writing ideas, you want to use pictures that have people in them who are about the same age or maybe just a little older than your students. And I look for pictures on the internet to copy and paste into Word documents. 
I also take my own pictures of students doing things or things in the school or the community. And finally, you can ask students to share their pictures. All right. The last part of this podcast describes what you should not do. It describes not good writing prompts. You should not use not good writing prompts. Not good writing prompts are inauthentic, external, and contrived. Let us look at inauthentic writing activities. These are when students are asked to express someone else's ideas, to write things they don't necessarily want to say, to use writing to organize and explain somebody else's thoughts or experiences, or to write about a topic that someone else has selected. Now, there's always going to be some of this stuff in an educational setting, but if we're teaching students to write, if we want students to become good writers and thinkers, these instances should be minimized. Of course, if you're using authentic writing prompts, the skills they learn here transfer to the inauthentic writing prompts. But very rarely, if ever, should you ask students to write a report on something you've assigned. You should never ask students to write a book report simply to prove they've read the book. You just end up making them hate writing. All right, let's look at the external writing prompts. These also are a form of not good writing prompts. Here, the idea and the motivation come from outside the student. Here's an example of an external or external writing prompts. Write a story about blank. Describe the part of the story where blank. What is the author's point of view? Blank. Write a report on blank. What was the character's reaction when blank? All right, the last not good writing prompt is the one word response writing prompt. This is the most not good writing prompt of all times. Here it is. What were you feeling when blank? What's a student, a student supposed to say here? Happy, sad, angry, confused? You get a one word response. This is the dumbest question ever asked. Now you see this form of writing prompt, but here it's a speaking prompt. When a novice sportscaster or reporter sticks a microphone in someone's face after a big game and says, tell us how you're feeling right now. Uh, happy, sad, angry, confused. You never want to use a writing prompt that would elicit a one word response. Again, the best way to avoid not good writing prompts is to test them out on yourself. All right, this has been, or this is the Reading Instruction Show. We've been talking about teacher writing prompts.